The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Saturday to you. It's a day to get things done, but don't ever stop praying. Good morning, I'm Paul Sodic. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, July 17th, 2021, Saturday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1, and Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saints today are the Carmelite nuns of Compiègne. These are 16 Carmelites caught up in the French Revolution and martyred. When the revolution started in 1789, a group of 21 discalced Carmelite nuns lived in a monastery in Compiègne, France. The monastery was ordered closed in 1790 by the revolutionary government. 16 of the nuns were accused of living in a religious community in 1794. They were arrested and imprisoned in a visitation convent. That's where they openly resumed their religious life. On July 12, 1794, the Carmelites were taken to Paris and five days later were sentenced to death. They went to the guillotine singing the Salve Regina. The martyrdom of the nuns has been immortalized by the composer François Poulenc in his famous opera, Dialogue des Carmelites. I highly recommend it. The final scene is so moving as each nun, one by one, exits your view, presumably to the guillotine. You hear the sound of the guillotine fall as they are singing the Salve Regina, which becomes fewer and fewer voices until only one is singing it, and then, of course, none. Carmelite nuns of Compiègne, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month, that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. His mercy endures forever, we read in today's 
Responsorial Psalm from Psalm 136. His mercy endures forever. Sometimes it's translated, His steadfast love endures forever. Lord Jesus, in our prayer, it's good for us to take the Psalms to our mental prayer and to see them as reflecting precisely your love for us, your attitude towards us. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our objection, for his mercy endures forever. And freed us from our foes, for his mercy endures forever. Such a hopeful psalm, such a hopeful sentiment, that it's precisely in our objection, when when we think we are totally abject, unworthy of love, unworthy of God's care and God's help, that Scripture reminds us that's when God remembers us, because His mercy is eternal. Nothing changes it. God is love. Jesus, you are love. God the Father is love. God the Holy Spirit is love. Which means that God can't do anything but but love us. And precisely in Jesus Christ, God shows us that he loves us as sinners, as rebellious. That he loves us with mercy, with compassion, with forgiveness. And so we should have a great confidence in God. Even when we sin, and perhaps even especially when we sin, we should have a great confidence in God's love for us. Nothing stops his mercy. No sin I can commit stops God from loving me. All I have to do is admit it and start over and go to confession if necessary. And I'm right back on track. In the gospel, the words of the prophet Isaiah are applied to our Lord. Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom I delight. I shall place my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not contend or cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, a smoldering wick he will not quench, until he brings justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. A bruised reed he will not break, a smoldering wick he will not quench. Again, another very comforting thought or comforting reality, we should say, from sacred scripture, that God is gentle with us in our misery, that he is tender with us in our frailty, that he responds even to our rejection of him with love, with forgiveness, with mercy. We could say that God is is undefeated he's undefeatable even even the thing that seems to defeat him which is sin which is evil which is the rejection of god doesn't change god god responds to it with forgiveness responds to it with more goodness lord remind me of this especially when when my own when my own sinfulness when my own weakness threatens to make me discouraged threatens to shake my hope threatens to tempt me towards despair. Help me to remember that precisely when I'm weakest, well then that's when you're most you're most solicitous of me. That's when you're most looking for me to pick me up like you pick up that lost sheep and put him 
on your shoulder to bend over and heal me. If only I call out to you and recognize my need for your help and ask for your mercy and ask for your forgiveness. There's a beautiful letter that Mother Teresa of Calcutta wrote, St. Teresa of Calcutta, that she wrote to her daughters in the Missionaries of Charity. We have these words in every chapel of the Missionaries of Charity to remind us what an what a missionary of charity is here for. And she's referring to the words, I thirst, which she put next to the crucifix in the chapels of the missionaries of charity. To remind us what a missionary of charity is here for, to quench the thirst of Jesus for souls, for love, for kindness, for compassion, for delicate love. Why does Jesus say, I thirst? What does it mean? If you remember anything from Mother's letter, remember this. I thirst is something much deeper than just Jesus saying, I love you. Until you know deep inside that Jesus thirsts for you, you can't begin to know who he wants to be for you or who he wants you to be for him. At this most difficult time, he proclaimed, I thirst. And people thought he was thirsty in an ordinary way and they gave him vinegar. But it was not for that thirst. It was for our love, our affection, that intimate attachment to him, and that sharing of his passion. He said, I thirst, instead of, give me your love. I thirst. Let us hear him saying it to me, and saying it to you. And that depth of God's love for us, his thirst for our love, his thirst for our free response, it's shown in a, in a very, very special way, precisely in his mercy, his mercy which endures forever. When he sees us in an abject state, in a state where we don't even find ourselves lovable, where we stop loving ourselves and we don't think that we deserve the love of God, technically we don't, we haven't earned it, we've lost it, and yet God loves us anyway not because of what we've done or who we are, but because of who he is and what perhaps only he can see in us. God loves us freely because he wants to, because he is love. So we don't earn his love through good works. And in a way, we don't lose his love through our sinfulness. He responds to our sinfulness precisely with mercy, with forgiveness. And on the cross, this is reflected in Jesus saying, I thirst. I thirst for love. I thirst for correspondence. When you sin, I thirst for your, for your repentance. I thirst to heal you. Let my mercy break in and come to you by turning to me in your objection. Just put yourself in front of the tabernacle. And so here Mother Teresa encourages her sisters and also us to pray in this way. Just put yourself in front of the tabernacle. In this time of prayer, Lord, we can do this whether we're in the church or not. Don't let anything disturb you. Hear your own name, and I thirst. Lord Jesus, help me to hear you say my name, and then I thirst. Whatever my name is, whoever we are listening to this meditation, trying to use it in our prayer. Let's each one of us 
hear Jesus speak our name, our first name, and then I thirst. Hear your own name, and I thirst. I thirst for purity, I thirst for poverty, I thirst for obedience. I thirst for that wholehearted love, I thirst for that total surrender. Are we living a deeply contemplative life? He thirsts for that total surrender. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. A bruised reed he will not break, a smoldering wick he will not quench, until he brings justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. Lord Jesus, teach me this lesson, this lesson of total trust in your mercy, this lesson of never despairing, never, ever, ever giving up hope in you. Because on the cross you show us that indeed your mercy endures forever. It goes to the point of death and beyond death. Our Lady, our hope, seed of wisdom, handmaid of the Lord, pray for us. Be our hope in times of discouragement, in times when we are tempted a little bit to doubt in God's plan, when we see our our own weakness, our own sinfulness more clearly. Be our hope. Remind us that indeed his mercy endures forever and that he's gentle and tender with those who are most vulnerable and most hurting. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Talking trash about the Catholic Church. Listen to this story, learn from my research. It all got started about 33 AD when Jesus gave the keys to Peter and said, Keep an eye on things for me. Well, Rocky, you're gonna let me down. But against this church, the gates of hell are never gonna win. We say we don't love the Bible, but that's a fallacy. Church did canonize it in the fourth century. So complete and perfect, the word of God highly esteemed. No one ever thought to question it until 1517. Well, Luther found some chapters which he disagreed, and he made himself. The editor went down in history. 
with idols Mary over the saints We don't fancy necromancy That's something we do disdain Hope don't walk on water We can't wash our sins away The wind speaks from the seat of Peter Listen and obey Say we worship anyone Jesus Christ our Lord is a fundamental fairy tale of which I'm getting bored. To get your Saturday morning started, that is Russ Rentler with Nicene Blues. Eighteen and a half past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, July 17th, 2021, Saturday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin this liturgical day now as we lift our hands, hearts, voices, our entire being in union with the whole church. And we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. 
Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, Numged in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Let, Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Let them say this, the Lord's redeemed, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from far-off lands, from east and west, north and south. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were and thirsty. 
their soul was fainting within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress, and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul. He fills the hungry with good things. Some lay in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and chains, having defied the words of God and spurned the counsels of the Most High. He crushed their spirit with toil. They stumbled. There was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He led them forth from darkness and gloom and broke their chains to pieces. Let them thank the Lord for his goodness, for the wonders he does for men, for he bursts the gates of bronze and shatters the iron bars. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Some were sick on account of their sins and afflicted on account of their guilt. They had a loathing for every food. They came close to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He sent forth his word to heal them and saved their life from the grave. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. Let them offer a sacrifice of thanks and tell of his deeds with rejoicing. Some sailed to the sea in ships to trade on the mighty waters. These men have seen the Lord's deeds, the wonders he does in the deep. For he spoke, he summoned the gale, raising up the waves of the sea, tossed up to heaven, then into the deep, their soul melted away in their distress. They staggered, reeled like drunken men, for all their skill was gone. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. All the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced because of the calm, and he led them to the haven they desired. Let them thank the Lord for his love, the wonders he does for men. Let them exalt him in the gathering of the people and praise him in the meeting of the elders. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. 
they, they will understand his loving kindness. He changes streams into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salty waste, for the wickedness of those who live there. But he changes desert into streams, thirsty ground into springs of water. There he settles the hungry, and they build a city to dwell in. They sow fields and plant their vines. These yield crops for the harvest. He blesses them. They grow in numbers. He does not let their herds decrease. He pours contempt upon princes, makes them wander in trackless wastes. They diminish, are reduced to nothing, by oppression, evil, and sorrow. But he raises the needy from distress, makes families numerous as a flock. The upright see it and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the love of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You fill the hungry with good things, Lord God, and break the sinner's chains. Hear your people who call to you in their need and lead your church from the shadows of death. Gather us from sunrise to sunset, that we may grow together in faith and love and give lasting thanks for your kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They They will understand his loving kindness. Your truth, O God, is high as the clouds. Lord, your goodness is deep as the ocean. From the Second Book of Kings When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, he and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Stay here, please, Elijah said to Elisha. The Lord has sent me on to Bethel. As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, Elisha replied, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel, where the guild prophets went out to Elisha, and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take your master from over you today? Yes, I know it, he replied. Keep still. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, Elisha, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, Elijah replied, I will not leave you. They went on to Jericho, where the guild prophets approached Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord will take your master from over you today? Yes, I know it, he replied. Keep still. Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here. The Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, Elisha replied, I will not leave you. And so the two went on together. Fifty of the guild prophets followed, and when the two stopped at the Jordan, stood facing them at a distance, Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, which divided and both crossed over on dry ground. 
when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask for whatever I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha answered, May I receive a double portion of your spirit? You have asked something that is not easy, he replied. Still, if you see me taken up from you, your wish will be granted, otherwise not. As they walked on, conversing, a flaming chariot and flaming horses came between them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. When Elisha saw it happen, he cried out, My father, my father, Israel's chariots and drivers. But when he could no longer see him, Elisha gripped his own garment and tore it in two. Then he picked up Elijah's mantle, which had fallen from him, and went back and stood at the bank of the Jordan. Wielding the mantle, which had fallen from Elijah, he struck the water in his turn and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? When Elisha struck the water, it divided, and he crossed over. The guild prophets in Jericho, who were on the other side, saw him and said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. They went to meet him, bowing to the ground before him. The Word of the Lord Behold, I am sending to you Elijah the prophet before the day of the Lord's coming, that great and terrible day. He will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. John will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. He will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. A reading from the treatise On the Mysteries by St. Ambrose Bishop. We see that grace can accomplish more than nature, yet so far we have been considering instances of what grace can do through a prophet's blessing. If the blessing of a human being had power even to change nature, what do we say of God's action in the consecration itself, in which the very words of the Lord and Savior are effective? If the words of Elijah had power even to bring down fire from heaven, Will not the words of Christ have power to change the nature of the elements? You have read that in the creation of the whole world, He spoke, and they came to be. He commanded, and they were created. If Christ could, by speaking, create out of nothing what did not yet exist, can we say that His words are unable to change existing things into something they previously were not? It is no lesser feat to create new natures for things than to change their existing natures. What need is there for argumentation? Let us take what happened in the case of Christ himself and construct the truth of this mystery from the mystery of the Incarnation. Did the birth of the Lord Jesus from Mary come about in the course of nature? If we look at nature, we regularly find that conception results from the union of man and women. It is clear, then, that the conception by the Virgin was above and beyond the course of nature. And this body that we make present is the body born by the Virgin. Why do you expect to find in this case 
that nature takes its ordinary course in regard to the body of Christ. When the Lord Jesus himself was born of the Virgin in a manner above and beyond the order of nature. This is indeed the true flesh of Christ, which was crucified and buried. This is then, in truth, the sacrament of his flesh. The Lord Jesus himself declares, This is my body. Before the blessing contained in these words, a different thing is named. After the consecration, a body is indicated. He himself speaks of his blood. Before the consecration, something else is spoken of. After the consecration, blood is designated. And you say, Amen. That is, it is true. What the mouth utters, let the mind within acknowledge. What the word says, let the heart ratify. So the church, in response to grace so great, exhorts her children, exhorts her neighbors to hasten to these mysteries. Neighbors, she says, Come and eat. Brethren, drink and be filled. In another passage, the Holy Spirit has made clear for you what you are to eat, what you are to drink. Taste, the prophet says, and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who puts his trust in him. Christ is in that sacrament, for it is the body of Christ. It is therefore not bodily food, but spiritual. Thus the apostle too says, Speaking of its symbol, our fathers ate spiritual food and drank spiritual drink. For the body of God is spiritual. The body of Christ is that of a divine spirit. For Christ is a spirit. We read, The spirit before our face is Christ the Lord. And in the letter of St. Peter we have this, Christ died for you. Finally, it is this food that gives strength to our hearts this drink which gives joy to the heart of man, as the prophet has written. While they were at table, Jesus took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, Take this, all of you, and, and eat it. it. This, this is, is my body. Those who dwell with me said, Who will give us flesh to eat? Take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-one minutes before the hour, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, July 17th, 2021, Saturday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time, I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord becomes aware of the fact that the Pharisees are plotting against him. But even so, he never stops healing. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. 
But the Pharisees went out and took counsel against him, how to destroy him. Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there, and many followed him, and he healed them all, and ordered them not to make him known. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved with whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not wrangle or cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed or quench a smoldering wick till he brings justice to victory. And in his name will the Gentiles hope. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. The app, of course, is free. It's on your app store.
Donna Corey Gibson with Flower of Carmel. We just celebrated Our Lady of Mount Carmel yesterday and today, the Carmelite nun martyrs of Compiègne. And in addition, it's Saturday, and that's Mary's Day every week. So there's our little musical bouquet to our Blessed Mother for today. It's 13 minutes before the hour. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time, July 17th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join our hearts, hands, and voices together now with the whole church, all the angels and saints, as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. Its golden shower as day flows. 
Just mount the pointed shafts of light. Farewell to darkness and to sin. Away, ye midnight phantoms all. Away, despondence and despair. Whatever guilt the night has brought, now let it vanish into You are near to us, and all your ways are true. Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Lord, you you are are near near to us. us. And all all your ways ways are are true. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. Wisdom Wisdom of God God be with me, always at work in me. God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word, and in your wisdom have established man to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice, and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Give me wisdom, the attendant at your throne, and reject me not from among your children, for I am your servant, the son of your handmaid, a man weak, and short-lived and lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you be not with him, he shall be held in no esteem. Now with you is wisdom, 
who knows your works and was present when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes and what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne. Dispatch her that she may be with me and work with me that I may know what is your pleasure. For she knows and understands all things and will guide me discreetly in my affairs and safeguard me by her glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Wisdom of God, be with me, always at work in me. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. The Lord remains faithful to to his promise forever. A reading from the letter to the Philippians. In everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. Prove yourself innocent and straightforward, children of God beyond reproach, in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I cry cry to you, O Lord, for for you you are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living, for for you are my refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, 
to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. With confidence, let us pray to the Father, who willed that the Virgin Mary should surpass all creatures in heaven and earth. Look upon the mother of your Son and hear our prayers. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of of your your Son and and hear our our prayers. We are grateful to you, Father of mercy, for you gave us Mary to be our mother and our model. Through her intercession, cleanse our hearts. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of your your Son and hear our prayer. You inspired Mary to be attentive to your word and faithful in your service. Through her intercession, give us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of your Son and and hear our our prayer. You strengthened Mary at the foot of the cross and filled her with joy at the resurrection of your Son. Through her intercession, relieve our distress and strengthen our hope. Look Look upon upon the mother of your Son and hear our prayer. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, fountain and source of our salvation, may we proclaim your glory every day of our lives, that we may sing your praise forever in heaven. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, get all of your Saturday chores done today. Keep on praying and get ready for a day of rest tomorrow. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.